What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, and... The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we most definitely appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Happy New Year, Bubba. (laughs) (laughs) And a good day, D. Hey, Dino. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, girl? How you doing, you jackass? Yeah, I didn't didn't took that bitch. (laughs) I took that shit and ran with it. Run from under me. Mm -hmm. For y'all that don't remember, uh, D D Honey liked to randomly call her friends jackass for no reason, just out the (laughs) sky blue. So that's what I like to do to her now. What's happening, you jackass? Missed your jackass behind. I ain't seen you since last year when you won your Shiznit Show Award. Actually, we didn't see you when you won your award. You're right. I want to. Thank I heard big things too. have been happening for you since you won that award too. Hey, yeah, hey. give it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opening doors and shit. I appreciate my shitty award. Thank you. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. So what's going on, people? What's what's up? What's up? What's good with you, D? Uh oh okay uh <laughs> which one <laughs> uh yeah man I I uh yeah I was I worked out today man as uh my first uh my first workout of, of the new year of the new year yeah Uh-oh. yeah 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 it was, uh yeah I I I I uh I parked I parked walked mm. to the door of the gym and walked back to my car <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, it's like wait, 40 seconds of cardio. Wait man. a minute, you I'm, didn't I'm you spent. didn't go you didn't go inside? <laughs> Damn. Man, that's my workout, man. <laughs> I went to the gym. <laughs> oh my god. But, <laughs> but seriously though, I I uh my my boy uh a mutual friend of uh of of D Honey's and and mine uh trip um we uh he uh put it out on Facebook that he was getting a group together to train. Mhm. And I said I'm in. Okay. And uh, and I turned out to be the group. 
Wow. <laughs> and uh, what, what you training? Is anything for in, training for anything specific? Like uh, is it a marathon or something? I'm or? training to lose weight. Well, okay. Uh, just, but nothing, nothing specific. Okay. You know? um, okay. Other, you know, other than I want a, a television and film career, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh so yeah it was it was it was not it was intense uh but it wasn't like uh it, you know it wasn't one of those where you're throwing up mm-hmm. uh you know cuz some some guys you know they're in shape so they don't know how to you know like temperate temperate yes mm-hmm. they temp- yeah mm-hmm. uh so you know you're sweating <laughs> mm-hmm. you're getting mm-hmm. something out of it but you know you, you don't you don't pop a knee or something mm-hmm. right so uh yeah so uh we yeah we we uh we we went for an hour uh it was like you know the way he does it is like you know 20 second 20 second bursts of interval training interval training yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh you know boom on to the next thing okay yeah so um Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> the kids approve. <laughs> Thanks, kids. <laughs> D, honey, what you been up to? Well, you guys know we are now at um, season four of my web series, Pretty the Series. And um, thank you, thank you. And we just won, in fact, um, favorite web series last week. All right. All right. Yes. Cool. Good Did job. Fabulous. So go ahead yes. and plug that. Tell people where to find it and all that. Pretty the Series. You can find it on Facebook or prettytheseries.com. You can find it on Funny or Die. You can find it on YouTube. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are one of, you know, we have quite a few names. Like Joan Van Ark has mm-hmm. guested on the show. Jeannie Francis from General Hospital oh, okay. has been on. Melissa Peterman from Baby Daddy is one of our series regular. Kirsten Banks Ness from Criminal Minds is also on it. So mm-hmm. Okay. And it's a well-written show. It's written by Steve Silverman, who used to work it at is. Fox. And mm-hmm. uh, it's hilarious. It is. It is hilarious. And it's hilarity that will not take a lot of your time. No, mm-hmm. it won't. Each episode is between five and seven minutes. That's in right. Length, and uh, it's a blast. We so, poke fun at everybody. So it's interval. Uh, yes. Inter- <laughs> interval hilarity. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you can binge watch the whole uh, four seasons in like two hours. That's Less than two hours. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. less than two hours. Yeah, yeah. Commercial but, free. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you, when you punch it in, when you're uh, searching it, pretty the series. Because if you just do pretty, you'll never find it. Absolutely. You have pretty to say the pretty, pretty the series. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, and awesome. I didn't, I want to toot my horn, but I want favorite actress along with <laughs> favorite web series. Oh, we beat right. yeah. <laughs> Give it up. Okay. Let's, let's toot and the horn for her. Wait a minute. Stop. Don't stop tooting yet. I also want. Favorite couple with Adrian Wilkinson. So there you go. All right. Wow. Beep, beep. Okay. <laughs> you know, all toot toot. Hey. Beep, beep. Hey. <laughs> wow. So you've been busy. Yeah. You've been yeah. busy. Yeah. I thought about you the other day, too. There was a story on Facebook about this. Um, as, as a matter of fact, I think you're the one that posted it about this uh, This child who was sleeping with this python or something oh yeah i saw yes. that yeah That's not insane absolutely Sweet. we talk about those parents right. i told y'all niggas <laughs> i told y'all niggas i mean some other parents need their ass whoop mm-hmm. now, now was this was was this this was an indian child right yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i saw mm-hmm. that yeah that child i mean they look that 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 type of animal without a doubt has no loyalty to that child. Oh no, he's just right. waiting for it to get 
to a certain size so he can have himself a snack. <laughs> and right. the parents are, I mean, I look and go, this is definitely uh, some parents who need to be checked into. So that, so that's one of the things I want to ask you since you're like kind of our, for you people out there that don't know, Dia's our, our resident reptile expert because she's got all kind of that, all kind of reptiles and 13. shit living around her house. Mm. But she's scared of my dog. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> the way he looks at me sometimes. Yeah. She got anacondas and yeah. pythons and shit running around her house, but she's scared of my German shepherd. Yeah, he looks at me. He's like, come over here, bitch. Come over here. <laughs> but uh, so it, it it is true then that reptiles, they don't have, they can't form a bond like a, uh, like a dog can. No, they, they don't cannot. have any. Type of emotional feelings for you or anything like that, like some other animal, like a bird or a cat or a dog. No, they won't. They yeah. won't. And that okay. child is definitely in danger. I right. Mean, uh, I don't know if you guys heard that story. So basically, it's just if he gets hungry enough, he'll eat them. But it's like if they skip a meal or something, then well, did you then hear the story the about a, a woman who had a big, huge snake? I forget what kind. I think it mm-hmm. was uh, it was some mm-hmm. kind of a python mm-hmm. in Redlands, and. This snake started sleeping in the bed next to her, which I'm like, that's freaking insane. And she thought it was cute. And she was at her vet with her dogs and happened to mention to her vet. And her vet said, well, uh, I'm going to send animal control out to your house. Mm -hmm. I don't want you going back out there until we get that snake. And she said, why? He said, well, he's sleeping next to you to see how big he needs to get to eat you. He's not sleeping trying to keep you warm. And I'm like, Jesus, you idiot. (laughs) Why the hell would you give this animal Human emotions, nigga, he's trying to keep your stupid ass warm. That's what we do. These you know? are cold-blooded creatures. No. Because we have them, we want to assign them to every other Absolutely. you know, creature. You know, anything that lives, whether it's trees and flowers mm-hmm. and I mean insect every we want to we want to give right. everything human That's characteristics, right. human feelings and mm-hmm. and you know, we think it's cute and all that stuff and whatever. And a lot of times in a lot of instances like these, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So but, that kid, yeah, I looked at that child in that picture and it just I mean gave me chills. I'm like, oh my God, Jesus. Remember, Insanity. I remember last year sometime there was some some uh, kids in Canada that were eaten by a boa constrictor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. and, and I, I think I don't think it was a pet. I think the, the, the constrictor just got into the house somehow. Right, right. And uh, and uh, you know swallowed. It was like a five five year old. That's and, right. Uh, a lot of them are that size. Yeah. 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 And these, you know, you're talking, these are animals that can swallow an antelope. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. a five-year-old is nothing. Just right. a tiny little snack. Especially yeah. since a, a five-year-old is basically just a little, like a tube. It's tube-shaped. Yeah. 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 Antelope guy, all that's kinds right. of antlers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got, yeah. You got to work around and digest whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is a nice little hot dog right here. Yeah, that's right. You go down that's easy. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Clothes and all. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that shit's crazy. Damn, I saw I saw I saw a video of a, of a squirrel attacking a, a snake. Um, That's some bold ass squirrel. Yeah, well, that squirrel was biting the shit out that snake. <laughs> I, yeah, I, the one I saw, the squirrel actually killed the snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's the same. It has to be the same video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't a venomous snake, but it was. Uh, yeah, the, wow. the snake was trying to run away. The snake was like. <laughs> At well, first, first he was trying to fight. Yeah, first he was. Trying then he to was fight. getting his ass kicked, and he tried to and run away. Snake, they, I, yeah, and it was like it was funny because the snake was like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here," and 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 the squirrels kept biting the tail, like, "Come back here, motherfucker! I ain't through. I ain't through with you." Right. It's much better wow. than uh, acorns. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to Facebook. Um, a lot of people hate Facebook 
Facebook can get on your nerves sometimes. Or actually, it's not even Facebook; it's the people that's on Facebook, mm-hmm. <laughs> those trolling motherfuckers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I give a shout out to Facebook because for the the, the original reason I liked it, I still like it because it puts you in connection with people out of your past that you normally wouldn't have run into again or whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, I was uh, reunited. Reunited. <laughs> Feels so good. With an old class my, cl- classmate of mine, Tasha Cooper. Shout out to Tasha Cooper. I thought I was going to shout her out on this show. <laughs> shout out Tasha C. Coop. Hey. Um, <laughs> we, we go back all the way to elementary school. We, wow. Yeah, at least sixth grade, maybe earlier, but we definitely had sixth grade together. We were talking another day, catching up, and we remember being in the same sixth grade class with Mr. Bell and, <laughs> and whatnot. And uh, so, yeah, it, it was cool catching up with her. And, you know, um, while she's at work and I'm at work, and we just kind of send the messages back and forth, catching up mm-hmm. and all that. So shout out to her. She said she's going to check out the show. So, all right, Tasha, hit me back. Let me know what you think. You're famous now. You've been on the, your name's been mentioned on the uh, first and last name on the Shiznit show. So you're, you're the most popular woman in the Dominican Republic, right? Now. <laughs> the, well, we're not only in the Dominican Republic. They just really like us over yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah. Shout out to the Dominicans and the Haitians too. We're on the other side of the island too. So shout out to Haiti. <laughs> But we supposed to, um, we should be having a really big uh, guest on here for you guys. For those of you, I know a lot of our audience are uh, pretty young, but those of you who are closer to the Shiznit crew age, you guys will remember uh, Cheryl Pepsi Riley uh, back in the day. She had what's what's like like what D uh, referred to. It was pretty much an anthem. She's going to be on. She's going to be joining us a little bit later on. But I'm I'm gonna put her uh, thanks for my child on and have it playing in the background a little bit. <laughs> Remind some of y'all who who don't remember and educate y'all who don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she even got the baby crying in the background and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that. Mm-hmm. That's where Aaliyah got it from. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they all got it from Prince. <laughs> who got it from Steve Wonder? Oh, who did it first? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she yeah, lovely. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so nice Steve would write that song about my daughter. <laughs> I appreciate that, Steve. Yeah, he 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 couldn't see right in front of him, but he could see the future. <laughs> <laughs> So you were saying um, off air, D, that this this um, this song really spoke to you and a whole generation of uh, women uh, back but, in the day, huh? But you know what? I don't think it just goes to women. I think it could also go to men. You got that one person who has a child with someone and perhaps the relationship doesn't work out. And when that person leaves, you've got that child there who a lot of times uh, takes up your life. I had a friend who... Mm-hmm. Uh, she got pregnant, and she really wanted to have an abortion, and some mm-hmm. of us talked her out of it. And a few years later, the relationship didn't work, but what helped her through that period was her daughter. Oh, yeah. So that's, this song is true for so many people who find mm-hmm. themselves in that boat. Yeah. You know, so, and it's just, 
I, I don't think it's just the lyrics. I think it's the emotion that she mm-hmm. put behind mm-hmm. it that just, I can't watch the video without crying. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, listen to it in my car anytime I hear it. You want to cry because it really resonates with so many people. Yeah, I, I was uh, my my cousin. Uh, she was uh, her 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 son just celebrated his eleventh birthday, and she wrote a, a, a tribute to him. And she she was saying that she had told my uncle that he was uh, if he was going to have uh, grandchildren, it wouldn't be from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she said she is so. She was so glad that the rubber broke. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> you don't hear that every day. <laughs> yeah. That ain't something you hear every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 that was just a joke. He he went in wrong. Uh, but, <laughs> but but she was so she's so glad that she has this child now. Right. Right. And I, you know, that that's that you know that is so true that there's so, you know children, you know, for most of us, uh, children. When we have children, it, it, it uh, you know, the the bonding chemicals inside of us, it, 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 it changes us, mm-hmm. you know. That's uh, true. From day one when mm-hmm. they're, I mean, you can't imagine that you could, I, I certainly think I could have feel that kind of love until mm-hmm. I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of my friends are like, dude, we never thought you'd have kids. I'm like, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. Amber came along and it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, Jesus Christ, you instantly know, you know, I would kill. I would, I would give up everything that I have mm-hmm. for this human being in front of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you're going to go broke because mm-hmm. they are very expensive. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of sleepless nights, but mm-hmm. you know what? In raising my kids, I don't remember mm-hmm. that part. I don't remember right. them, you know, being bred and being bad. You just remember, you know, the good stuff, mm-hmm. the love that you felt for this person mm-hmm. that they felt for you. So, yeah, this song just sums up what a lot of us feel about mm-hmm. our children. Yeah, yeah, it, it was written by a man. You know, that's uh, that's uh, the because uh, he was full force. Yeah, it was written by Bowlegged Lou. Right, uh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who wrote it because of, of his son? Yeah, yeah. With his when his wife was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but didn't they um, they lost a child or something? Or I, I know or it was I know a, it was a complicated pregnancy. Yeah, yeah something like yeah, that. I don't, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. lost him or not. Right. But mm-hmm. I got to give it to the brother. I mean, for I mean, you guys sometimes your intuitiveness kind of shocks me. Okay, <laughs> so that one kind of surprised me when I read it. I said, "Wait a minute, did I? Did they say a man? Yes. <laughs> for him to have tapped into that. Um, kudos to Bowlegged. I just think of a man. <laughs> and I take a very reason and accountability. <laughs> and that's how I write songs for women. <laughs> from- <laughs> Do you write songs, Dino? No, I don't. You don't? My wife does, though. Does she? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Girl got skills I didn't know about. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, no, I I don't. I'm not, uh, I'm not musically inclined. I can't sing, can't play an instrument. And as a matter of fact, I think, like, I'm, to me... People are not as, um, I don't know, awestruck or impressed by people who play instruments as they should be. Because I, I think agree. it is just fucking, mm-hmm. like, you take this, this whatever instrument is, and you make music with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whether you do it by ear or you can read notes. And that's a whole nother thing that like you can see this stuff on paper and turn it into music. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like incredible to me, and people Absolutely. just like, oh, okay, he can play it, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think because we see so many people do it, we we don't understand, or do we don't we, we don't it? appreciate. I think we take it for granted. Uh, I, I'm I'm not so sure that I'm not so sure that people aren't in awe of it or don't respect it, but it's like 
it's it's not like uh it's not like uh watching a man fly or something like that it's like yeah i know somebody plays you know plays the organ or the you know there's always there's always you, you see you see drummers all the time it's not it's not rare you know right you know i think we've switched the allegiance to mm-hmm. rap in particular in african american community mm-hmm. i think we respect more and look more at rappers than we do perhaps someone who plays an instrument mm-hmm. i think we've just switched Mm. that allegiance maybe and you know what i think uh possibly the the schools might be uh at partial fault because i don't think music is as infused into the curriculum as it used to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and so i grew up taking music in school And that shit is not easy. You know, <laughs> even the, the beginning stuff that yeah. they had us doing in grade school. The auto harp. You know, yeah, yeah, the auto harp and the, 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 the flutophones yeah. and the, all mm-hmm. those different things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had experience with those things, you know, and uh, learning basic notes and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, you know I, I learned how to play Mary Had a Little Lamb mm-hmm. and some of those other little <laughs> kitty uh, songs, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. with the flute. And that shit wasn't hard. I mean, it yeah. wasn't easy. When I was in elementary school, I, I, played, uh, I played clarinet in, mm-hmm. uh, in the school orchestra. And, but our, our teacher, uh, a man named John Carter, who, uh, who uh, also uh, saved Mars. Uh, for those of you who, yeah, uh, I was gonna say, yeah I he was he was a multi talented man. He taught music and he saved an, an entire planet. Uh, he uh, he was a, a, a well respected jazz musician, uh, and he would he you know he would come out and he would just he would come out and play the clarinet, the saxophone, or whatever, and he played it and like we we would be in awe. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're like we're like you know fourth through sixth graders, right? And this man was like a, a hero to us, you know. And, and you know, fourth and sixth graders generally aren't into jazz, right? But right. because of him, you know, we mm-hmm. watching him play, mm-hmm. and he would say, "Oh, you, you know, all you got to do is fool around on the instrument, and you can do this." Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like bullshit, dude. But you know what? I think it's the parents I, because my son plays drums, mm-hmm. and I didn't just want him to play drums. I wanted him to be able to read music. I wanted mm-hmm. him to be able to play. Every style of music that there was. Now, eventually, he settled on classic rock, and that's fine. But my son can play any. You put a sheet of music in front of him, and he can play anything. And I insisted on it. I told him, I said, look, dude, one day you're going to be in college, and I don't want you to have to work at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You can hang out your damn shingle as a drum teacher because Mm -hmm. our teacher charged us. $30 $30 a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And I told my son, I'm giving you a gift that years from now, you might not understand it now, mm-hmm. but years from now you're going to thank me for. You did, know, so I insisted on that. Did you see Whiplash? No. Uh-uh. Oh, uh, that, uh, are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it. I yeah, just haven't yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it, <laughs> basically about a... a, a um, uh, well, the the music teacher was a bully, but his relationship between a, a music teacher and his his drummer uh, mm-hmm. student, he was basically looking for uh, uh, looking for greatness. And then one of the things, uh, one of the ways that the guy tried to uh, to fuck over a student was he changed the music that the uh, that the kid was playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was I was amazed because yeah, I, I took music, I was in band, so I knew that drummers had music, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize. That you can't just improvise. No, uh, <laughs> if you're playing the drums for mm-hmm. for certain for certain music, you you mm-hmm. have to play what's on the sheet. Right, absolutely. And if you're not, that the rest of the, it throws the rest of the band off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea before it I, is, before seeing that movie. I, I am so uh, well now. When we first started, my son playing the drums. My husband and I are both like we must have been out of our fucking <laughs> minds. Yeah, I bet. Just bam, 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 and I'm sitting there. I couldn't right. get headsets expensive enough to muffle that goddamn sound. 
Right. But after about three years, I'm like sitting there going, okay, wait a minute, that's, yeah, it sounds like he's in, yeah, that's Led Zeppelin. Okay, I already got it. He's apparently in his doors phase, but it took us quite a few years to get to that point. But, yeah, you're right. I think any instrument that a child is playing today, anybody who, you know, instead of them out there doing whatever the hell they're doing out there in the street, I'd rather see a child putting a lot of their time and energy into learning to play an instrument. That's right. I heard that. All right, so let's go on and move into uh, some of these topics here. News and noteworthy. You know, this is... Uh, the shiznit. This is breaking news right here. This just happened this morning. Uh, Bobby Christina Brown was found unresponsive in her Roswell, Georgia home this morning. Police officers are reporting they responded to a call from a house in the Ellard subdivision off Holcomb Bridge around 10.25 a.m. Upon arrival, police officers discovered an unresponsive Bobby Christina. Bobby Christina's husband and friend told officers that they found her in the bathtub. Both individuals tried CPR. Can't be dead. Tried CPR on her. Police officers stepped in to assist uh, Bobby Christina until rescue crew could arrive. Bobby Christina was, uh, excuse, excuse me, Bobby Christina has been uh, transported to the North Fulton Hospital, according to TMZ. Doctors have stabilized her uh, breathing. Was it an OD? What you what you read is that's the whole story. That's all you got. That's all, it just happened. It's breaking, so it might be some more information now because it's a few hours later. Right. But I just I was on the computer and this came across or whatever and. Wow. Man, that's yeah. wild. That oh my god, that would be too sad. That really would be. That's it's just crazy how oftentimes so many times that the child goes on and kind of eerily mimics the parent like mm-hmm. you know i'm sure this wasn't bobby christina's intent right but for her to be found in the bathtub just like her mom of all places right absolutely. right that's, that's crazy oh, god like unresponsive. i don't know she was married who's she married to her, she got married step-brother. a while back what oh yeah yeah you know yeah. no 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 yeah 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 he's not he's not any relation to her um is another woody allen thing no 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 no, no, it's, no, not, no it's not no. a biological relation oh. yeah 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 well you said stepbrother i'm thinking that's uh well, it was it was a. Uh, I don't know if they were official if he was officially adopted by Houston, but basically he was taken in by. The he was family. raised by them. Mm-hmm. Then that is another right. um, Woody Allen. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, guys, I can't remember enough to really speak on it. But if my memory serves me correctly, he wasn't actually. He was taken in by the family, mm-hmm. but there was no, there wasn't any marriage or adoption or anything involved okay from what i remember okay i could okay. be wrong so he could have just been a kid that they said you know hey well you know he i mean he's a de facto stepbrother it's not okay, he's, he's okay. Not, maybe not in the eyes of the law mm-hmm. uh, see because woody allen was, was in the eyes of the law well that was his daughter right uh, yeah <laughs> that was his biological daughter and yeah. she was two uh yeah. <laughs> the, this uh, their relationship from what i remember started either well not biological daughter no, he didn't, because she's Chinese. You said, you said Woody Allen. That was oh, oh, you were talking about, oh, I, I was talking about the, the molestation. Oh, no, no, Woody uh, Allen's daughter. No, oh, she was oh, adopted. Soon Yi, they adopted her. You're talking about Soon Yi. Yeah, they just oh, okay, adopted okay, her. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. My bad, I went to the wrong place. That's oh, okay. <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> but, uh, no, this was, uh, but this, this guy, he was basically raised with the family. Mm-hmm. And I think. Uh, it, it came out after uh, after uh, uh, um, Houston died, right? That that she, uh, he and Bobby Christina were in a relationship. Okay. And yeah. So, now that you say that, I, I have memory of that now. Uh, yeah, that's that must that's her husband. Yeah. Well, I hope the sister comes back around, you know, and uh, I mean, because that would be just 
too freaking awful. I thought she happen. was. I thought she was doing uh, pretty good. You so know? did I. Because she was on that little show for. I was wondering why she wasn't on the show anymore. She was on uh, speaking of the. Uh, Tyler Perry. <laughs> she was on one of his shows? That, uh, yeah, that's one thing. He, you can say a lot of things about Tyler Perry, but at least he gives black people work. I he give sure him does. that. That is one thing that's I do right. not begrudge him. That's he right. gives black people work. Mm-hmm. And for that, if for nothing else, Tyler Perry, you mm-hmm. might be controversial for a lot of different things, whatever. But for that, I appreciate that. And Absolutely. I thank you for that. For creating all those jobs for black folks. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, he was. I on- create jobs for black folks too. <laughs> <laughs> The wrong kind, Bill. Say, you know, it's there's a lot of say, right? <laughs> there's a lot of black pharmacists out there who uh, would not have work without me. You understand? I was. I, I, <laughs> I need some credit here. You see, Tyler Perry's got his biggity bang bin and his boomity boom, but I got the <laughs> let me do ya. Okay, 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 Mr. Cosby. Thank you for that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she was on um, that that show with um, Tasha Smith and Michael uh, J. White. Um, uh, what for better or for worse? I think it's called. Mm-hmm. She had a, a a small part on there as. Um, I didn't she, know she was an actress. She was a receptionist she's on not. there. She, yeah, she's not. But okay. she she she's got potential. You know what I mean? You think she, so? I could, I could, yeah, she's got that. She's got her daddy's personality her, her her daddy's charm mm-hmm. kind of like she reminds me of like kind of like will smith back when he was on the fresh prince he sucked his acting oh, sucked okay. ass yeah. but right he had he that. got better though he had well yeah he did get better but even before that he had that that he charisma had, had okay. okay you know he had okay. that charm that mm-hmm. you know that you can just some people have that mm-hmm. and a lot of times you can develop that into and you, you see know that if you work her? at it I, I think so i mean okay. she has small parts but she reminds me she definitely seems to have that 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 personality that her daddy has. That just very charming and people just love to be around you kind of type person. Okay, okay. You know that's okay. what what I'm. You know from the TV screen, <laughs> the thirty what, seconds that she's on. That's what I pick up from her. It's got to be difficult to be Whitney Houston's daughter. I mean, Whitney Houston. Not only did this woman have pipes that you hear once every hundred years, the girl had the looks. I mean, Jesus, those have got to be difficult shoes to. You know, to kind of walk in. I mean, her. Well, not not only, and she she basically inherited the addictions addiction problems right from right. both parents. parents Absolutely, because right. it's genetic. So yeah. you're right. It's like it's like it, the genetics and the environment. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. and whatever you know, feelings she may have. It just. Mm-hmm. It's like a mental cocktail for destruction. Plus, it, those are some tough shoes to feel yeah. too, because I mean, Bobby Christian's feet is a lot bigger than <laughs> Whitney's. And, I, I think that was so, I think that was the major problem. Yeah, I mean the it, feet size. Yeah, yeah. I mean her she feet would try, are so much bigger. It's got to hurt to try to try walk and, in her mama's shoes. Well, that's that's why <laughs> she would self medicate, right? Uh, for you know to get relief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh she would God. she would go to the cobbler and you know, as a baby they called her Ducky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she would just waddle along with those big feet. Freaking <laughs> awful. Yeah, yeah. It's very very sad. They, you know they, what though? They sent her to Japan and bound. I could say they could have the yeah. golden lilies. That's right. They could have done the golden lilies on her. Golden lilies. She had a she had an out. Okay, you guys. I'm not feeling sorry yeah. for her. She had a way out. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. When you put it like that, right, right. It's, it's her own fault. That's right. For being born with those big ass feet. It's her own fault. 
We you, know, the, the, you know, you know, you know. Everybody out there, uh, everybody out there was talking stuff about her. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just let, let her, her live? live? Yeah. You know. I didn't know that she was known for big feet. Yeah. Well, now Is you know. She really? And you know what they say about women with big feet? No. What do they say? Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hot damn! <laughs> big feet, big fun. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> My God. She's not known for having big feet. We just making shit up. <laughs> Bobby Christina Sasquatch Brown. Oh my god! I don't god. know, child. She may wear a size four. I don't know. I just making shit up, man. I Come fell on, man. for it. Yeah. <laughs> All around the Dominican, they're like, oh, oh my god. Bobby Christina, big feet. <laughs> In other news, <laughs> a California city prohibits gender-specific restrooms. Can you guys guess which one? West Hollywood. Sam- oh, there you go. Okay. West Hollywood. Um, yeah, they gave them pretty much, what was it, 48 hours to, to make the signs? To change the signs, right, mm-hmm. and to make them uh, to prohibit it. And they did it for trans, uh, transgender people who feel uncomfortable having to decide what, which restroom to go into. So I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Well, why is that my problem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The trans, I mean, uh, the transgender population is zero point three percent of the population. Mm-hmm. Well, we know it's not going to work in Arkansas. <laughs> it's not going to work back in Arkansas, you guys. You know, I, without a doubt, as a female, I have no problem. If you got a transgender person, I have no problem with them coming back because they do identify yes. with women. Yeah, I right. have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But the problem that I had with the article was that they are reaching out to other cities to do it. And it's like, no, you can only do it in certain specific cities where there is a at least a moderate transgender population. But even then, like you said, I don't see the necessity for it. And no disrespect to our transgender people out there listening, not trying to disrespect you or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering what is the purpose of it? Because, to you know, as a transgender person, you are... um, transferring from one the gender you were born to the, the gender that you identify with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as a result before you know before you when you are pre-op you are living the life of you know the sex that you identify with mm-hmm. and that entails going into that restroom mm-hmm. so i don't understand why there's a need for unless there are people who are not as open-minded as you are dino that's the but, problem but the, i'm thinking that they probably got some people who have objected to it and that's probably why they're doing it but, but the mm. thing I mean, I mean the thing is i mean ultimately what's going to happen is you have males and females sharing the bathroom i don't want my 12 year old daughter with a 40 year old man exactly right sorry exactly, exactly. yeah exactly and that that's you know you, you, you're 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 making stuff inconvenient for the masses well, to, it's not just inconvenient. Well, well, We're talking, well, I mean, a 12-year-old girl in the bathroom, perhaps, with a, a man who's a pedophile? Well, yeah. It can rise to the next level. Well, because, yeah. So even a 15-year-old but child. But just, just for, uh, for, you know, play devil's advocate, you could say that that's the case now. If a pedophile happens to be into boys, yeah. then mm-hmm. he's still in the yeah. bathroom that, with yeah. a 40-year-old man anyway. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I think we're making it. Well, I'll tell you one of the problems. I got boy spray. <laughs> Y'all spray. I don't want this bathroom now. All of a sudden, you have switched that blurt that, you know, I go in there and I can safely put that paper around that seat and have a. But if one of you guys, one of your little boys go in there, you know what? I, 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 
I got I, a problem with that. I, I don't disagree with you. I that's that's <laughs> you guys hit everywhere but the damn toilet. I was think you know yeah. you know the thing is it's like you know women complain about men leaving the toilet seat up mm-hmm. when they leave. Mm-hmm. My problem is when I go into the men's restroom is that. Men are leaving the toilet seats down when they pee. Yeah, that's so, right. So there's pee all over the it's seat. everywhere. And it's, it's like, what you know, can you at least clean that up? At you know? Most bathrooms that yeah. I go into behind women, mm-hmm. I rarely ever see the seats sprayed. Oh, yeah. hey. But let me go in there behind a man. The shit's everywhere. I mean, they just spray in the walls. It's like you guys have no direction whatsoever. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I... I uh... <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, as you know, the common joke is like when a man has to goes into a woman's bathroom, it's like, oh, God, it's so nice in here. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess I'm well, I mean, there's truth to that. But at the same time, I mean, it's I don't know. I I think there's a lot of that. There's some extras put on that. But uh, men's bathrooms are nasty, dude. Well, I guess I'm very fortunate that I don't have to because the uh, public, the men's bathroom and and, uh, where I work are very clean. But I do see the guys in there cleaning pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they're they're very clean. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but, I mean, just, you know, the fact is, you know, the reality is if you're talking about, I mean, unless it's like, you know, at, at, uh, at Starbucks where there's like you're going into a restroom that has one toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, gender specific is basically, you know, meant. I mean, women are uncomfortable with men who say hi when they walk by. Exactly. <laughs> how exactly? How comfortable are they going to be if there's a guy taking a piss in the stall next to them? Now, now okay. Oh, or they got to walk past a dude at a urinal. Exactly. I, yeah. yeah. But you got to wait a minute. I thought I read. I could be wrong, but I thought they said it was only in a one toilet facility. If it's in a one That's toilet. what I thought. No. I thought. no. It, it's not? Mm-mm. You sure? Positive. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I thought in that case, then, you know, then it doesn't matter. But if you're talking, yeah, I would be, I would not use a bathroom if there was a man in there. And it, I just wouldn't do it. I would freeze up. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just like I just. Right, right. I, I couldn't do it. I'm not comfortable using the bathroom in front of a man. This is something that could be growing, though, because I noticed, um, even at some colleges, they're making the bathrooms uh, unisex. Unisex, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I won't. I'm sorry, I'm old school. I'll just hold it. I mean, I'm good at kegling. You know, it, <laughs> I just, it's funny. Like in in areas where they're they're paranoid about rape, where they're having you know uh, students saying that they have to. It's now the law that before you have sex, you have to sign a a, a paper saying I agree to have sex uh, on college campuses. Oh, yeah. That they would allow or that they would encourage uh using uh, men and women using the bathroom together that just that just seems like a, a an opportunity to open up a a whole new a can, can of worms, worms. Yeah. i agree i yeah. am against it 100 percent. so yeah. let's hope that rule doesn't um spread yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't spread absolutely, yeah. <laughs> right well i have to say this is about bathrooms um i like the fact that they have instituted the family bathrooms at like some public places, like uh-huh. some restaurants uh-huh. and some theaters, uh-huh. because uh, a parent with the opposite sex child. Uh-huh. Now that's 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 troublesome. Yeah, right. there are many times uh-huh. I'm with my daughter and it's just her and I, uh-huh. and I can't go into the women's room. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Um, I'm well. She she's at the age now. I can send her into the women's room by herself. Uh-huh. 
but be, you know, before mm-hmm. this, you it know, was a problem. Yeah, she was out of diapers, but she had to go to the restroom and she couldn't go by herself. Mm-hmm. So I had to take her to the men's room. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I would have to absolutely. go in, I'd peek around, mm-hmm. and then I'd run into a stall real quick, right. and then take her into the stall, mm-hmm. and then I'd look out the stall and look around, make sure there's no men at the urinals or, mm-hmm. or anything or doing anything weird or anything, mm-hmm. and then cover her eyes and rush her out the the it rest was a problem. Room. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, th- I think it's easier for a, a woman with a male child to yes. go to do that than yes. the other way around. I yeah. did yeah. it all the time. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but now that they have those, you know, where it's just, you know, it's just a big restroom and it's just, you know, mm-hmm. you guys at a time, you know, however, you know, we just go in there and and lock the door and mm-hmm. and you know everything's good. Yeah, and even now, still. Um, I still I still go in there with her now, even though she's you know she's six. She mm-hmm. can go to the restroom by herself, but she's still really small, mm-hmm. and she's still really she's still a baby. To right? Me. She still yeah. can be easily you know swept up and carried Absolutely. off somewhere. Absolutely. So I, I'm not in the habit of uh, letting her out of my sight in, in public, yeah. you know, at all. So especially in bathrooms that have pythons in them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no going to the bathroom in India, Don Don. <laughs> well, wait a minute. They did it in Snakes on a Plane. Well, yeah. Remember that that snake came up out of that toilet. I, mean, I couldn't. Uh, well, I could. That's the main reason you go in there with the child. Well, you hear stories about that all the time. It does happen from time snake, to time. They just on the, the news last week. Mm-hmm. They had a snake that came out of a toilet. Mm, right. Which makes you for the next month or so almost paranoid every time you, I got my flashlight. Like, wait a minute. Well, I got something from the for the snake if I'm sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't. Okay, Damon. He ain't coming back. Okay, Damon. He's going to use oh, He's going to use right. nuclear warfare. I'm dropping bombs, baby. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we're about to take a break right now and uh we should be back with our guests. So, uh hang on. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh my Dino god, Damon. <laughs> Have we been on the air an hour? No, we haven't. Okay. Thirty. Come experience pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. On the Seven Thirty Show with me, Latone. Hart. Ooh, I- Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Betamax, and VHS. Yo, what's up with your board? I'm just a man with a fork and a world full of soup. No, I don't need no damn medicine. Latone Hart, he may need medicine. Check me out on the 730 Show podcast. Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. Well, all right, and we're back. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we had some uh, technical difficulties, and we could not get Miss Cheryl Pepsi Riley on the line. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that, D. Mm. But uh, so, hey, it is what it is. So sorry, Miss Riley, and uh, maybe we can try to connect again next time. And uh, with that, let's go on with our show. Let's get back to our topics. Can you guys guess? Not you, D. Okay. Because I know you already know. 
What's the most? <laughs> so, can you guy guess? <laughs> can, can you guess, Dave, what's the most dangerous sex position and why? Oh, um, it's like, uh, it's cow, cowgirl, uh, or, or reverse cowgirl, because you can, you can, uh, she can, can break your dick. Can, yeah, she can burst a blood vessel in, 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 in the penis. Yeah, she can actually fracture it. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, any of those positions like that where the woman is, uh, has total control over the, the motion, <laughs> uh, the motion of the ocean, and uh, because she can't, uh, she it's she can't really, you know, it's it's not her. That's I'm trying to <laughs> trying to be delicate with this for some reason. It's not her. It's me. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have full control, and when she, you know, by the time she feels, you know, that uh, it's off. It's mm-hmm. off to the left or to the right a little bit. It could be way too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas when we're in control of the thrusting, mm-hmm. uh, as, as soon as uh, something's off a little, we can tell and pull back and, and uh, refrain from injury. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, uh, yeah, yeah they like- were saying at the ER that they get uh, a lot of, uh, that's like one of the most common sex injuries. Mm. See, that's why from- I stopped fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason. It's dangerous. Damon, you can always do straight old missionary. Now come on. All right, well, you know, I, you know, I, I, I could, but I, I just, I let, when, since I left the church, oh. I just don't feel right about about a uh, missionary position. You know? <laughs> well, you know what's equally dangerous though? They say is the pogo stick. That's dangerous too. Oh. The pogo stick. Now, the pogo yeah. stick, literally, or is that some sort of sex position? That's a sex position. That's where the woman has her legs wrapped around a guy's waist and her arms mm. around his neck, right? Mm-hmm. And he's standing. Okay. And you just mm. kind of squat, and she's going, oh, okay. jumping her up okay, and down. Yeah. That's called the pogo stick. Huh. Oh, okay. Jack be nimble, equally, Jack be quick. That's right. Jack got <laughs> fucked with the pogo <laughs> stick. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one is the... Sorry. Oops. Another one is the eager chef. That's equally. Oh, well, what's the eager yeah, chef? What's that? That's where. Well, you guys. I, that would be these niggas listening to the, this conversation, and trying to find out what it is. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it'll, it'll be on Food Network. Yeah. Every, every person that's done this is just where the woman is sitting, like on a desk mm-hmm. or uh, a countertop. Okay. And the man is staying in front of her. That's known oh. as the eager chef. Oh, okay. okay. Now, see, that's no. See, that's not a good name for that. That should. That should be. You know what? The eager chef should be like when you. Like when you got on the countertop and you just dive in and start eating. Well, I mean, what? <laughs> should be the eager chef. I didn't name. How could it be the eager chef? I didn't name the boy. Have anything to do with I eating? Didn't name, uh, I don't know. Well, the eager <laughs> chef would be cooking, you know. Uh-huh. Well, because you know they could. Well, yeah, but the, you it know, it could be a play on words, chef. It's only chef, chef, like chef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be that. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, I didn't name it. Uh-huh. No, I know. Yeah, I looked up and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the eager chef. So, yeah, they can equally, I guess in this case, the man can miss mm-hmm. the tunnel mm-hmm. and slam it to that, you know, and yeah. that can also cause a female Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yes. ouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for all our listeners on the East Coast, you know about missing them tunnels. You know how that can back up traffic for a while. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Can I ask That's, you guys something? Can I, I ask you a joke? Are you going to tell us about the eager beaver now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what that one is. That's just when the bitch horny. <laughs> no, this is, this uh, I, was, is a, I was hearing about Take me, daddy. This is, this is Take actually, me, I'm eager. Come get this beaver. 
clean joke. It was a clean joke. Clean joke. What did what did the penis say to the condom? Hell if I know. Cover me, I'm going in. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny D's definition of clean. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's a dirty joke with no cursing. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She kind of she threw me off. And I'm like, I could have told you. It's, it's a clean one. joke, but it got penises and, and condoms in it. Okay, uh, then let me tell you a dirty one then. <laughs> okay. All right. What did the receptionist say at the sperm bank to the guy who was leaving? Uh, thanks for the deposit. Thanks for coming. Thanks ah. <laughs> 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 Shut up, Damon. She's like, <laughs> Damon's like, what? Mm-mm. So, are we still talking about how men can fracture their penises and all this stuff? Well, uh, you are. <laughs> Damon and I have been trying to change the subject for a minute. <laughs> you keep coming up with new ways. But are there ways for a woman? I mean, we've concentrated on the men mm-hmm. what about for the female what about her what what kind of ways are there positions that we can also um break things yeah puncture, yeah, puncture like what how you gonna get a broke pussy let me think broke back pussy there's go there's <laughs> 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 a very thin wall <laughs> how can a woman Yes, you know, I can only think of one way. That's if you know. Let's say she's married, and her husband walks mm-hmm. in and catches her. Mm-hmm. That way can be dangerous. Uh, could, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a dangerous. Yeah, position. yeah, the, yeah. The husband coming home early position. That's right. That, that's, 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 yeah, but there's no. Dangerous. What you doing here, nigga? Uh, <laughs> that's not quite the same thing. I don't think that. Uh, you know, you guys don't have anything. Uh, you're not. You're not. Uh, well, you know what? If a woman is not well lubricated. Oh, yeah, that, that could be that dangerous. Can be dang- or if you've got a man who is, you know, like Mandingo, mm-hmm. that can be very dangerous. You know, you got some guys who... Mandingo ain't God, my baby. That's right. Some guys who've got a penis that's a damn weapon. <laughs> like, dog, come at me with that damn... Like, Ron Jeremy supposedly has, like, just a horse schlong. Yeah. I wouldn't get in the bed with Ron well, Jeremy. A lot of those guys in that industry have... I would think you wouldn't get in the bed with Ron Jeremy for... Uh, like 10 other reasons before you well, got to yeah, his dick right. being too big. I mean, yeah, he, everything about him to me is just kind of a turn off. You're right. But I've heard that he... He got 99 problems and his dick yeah. is one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ron Jeremy is not, uh, you know, the man you want to grow up to marry. But yeah, he. Um, that's how a woman could get hurt. A man who's too big. Mm-hmm. That can cause damage yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? okay. You've had women who went to the uh, ER because of that. Yeah. Or you guys, mm-hmm. sometimes you get the Viagra, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go down. Yeah. Two hours later, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker. I mean, it's like, shit, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, why do you need to call the doctor like if the erection lasts more than four hours? It's, it's supposed to be painful. Yeah, well, I, I think like two hours, I'm calling the doctor. <laughs> Damn it. It's like 20 minutes, I'm calling the doctor. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You, I'm like, I'm through. Wait a minute. You've abstained from sex, so let's talk to Dino. Let's talk to, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk to Dino. He's the one. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about the four hours, that's all. Yeah, I couldn't do a four-hour marathon. I'm sorry. It's like, oh, please, shit, I'm tired. I am tired. Forget that. So I could see where that would be painful for yeah. a woman for yeah. hours of sex. Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <but laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why a lot of them quit pornography. 
Who? Uh, women. You know, they leave pornography because it's too much work. They what? Well, some women. It's like the, the, the sessions go on too long, and they they, they stop. It, it's, really? It's uncomfortable. Some of the yeah. porn queens? Well, well not did. the queens, but the women that are... Like, most women are in it. Like, uh, most women that go into pornography are only in there a short time. Right. And one of the... One now, of the dra- yeah. Yeah, one of the, one of the drawbacks... Most of the, most of the women that quit, it's just you know it's it's uncomfortable. It takes too, you know they 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 film for a long time and they're doing like several, you know when they first go into the industry they're doing several jobs a week, and they're doing them for a long time. It, it's wow. it's uncomfortable. Wow. There there's this uh, big uh, study that was done about porn actors and actresses and whatnot and all kinds of stats were taken. Um. With because of the all the information that's online now and whatever else, so some guy uh, did this this uh, did this research and he came up with like averages and like over the forty years, um, over the last forty years, the average length that the a woman stays in porn has shrunk significantly. Uh, I think the average one the average woman was in porn. Uh, originally 12 years and then it went down to like nine to five and now it's like two or three what something like that really mm-hmm mm-hmm yep the, the average the average uh woman is 22 brunette yeah. brunette not really? blonde yep what do you think the average chest size is Cup size. It would to me seem like it would be huge. That's what people think. It's not. It's not. Really? Nope. Is that a turn off for men? B is the average. What? B, then C, then D, then double D. Just in in that order. That's what the average is. Is it because you guys? I thought because look at that woman in England who's got. I mean, she got a fucking shelf out there. She's had hers. I thought you guys would like that. You don't. No. Then no. why are women doing it? They're doing it. They're not doing it for us. They're doing it for you guys. Why are they doing it if it's not a turn on for men? Well, I mean, there's, there are there's some a, men. Right. There's a niche. There's yeah. a niche audience for that. Or, you know, if you want to go into that. But it's got to be more than a niche because a lot of girls who graduate no. in high school, their graduation gift well, is a cup size bigger. Well, it, it, it's, well it's a fundamental misunderstanding okay. of men. I was just going to say. But. Go on. But there are. I mean, there are men. Who like huge chess? And there are it's a quite a few. I mean, it's not it's not a it's not like it's a small number. But most I I would argue that most men, you know, as long as there's something to hold on to, and not they, not all women who get breast implants get huge ones. Right. So right. that's that's another thing you're missing. Mm-hmm. A well, lot. no, because I've seen my friends who've got breast implants. Trust me, you know those. I mean, the girls are there. No, 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 no. You know the ones that you know. Right. But there's many of them out there that you don't know. Well, that's true. That's right. True. And those are the ones who just went and got some. Yeah. I, I know a woman I'm thinking of now that just went that you would never know because okay. you she okay. doesn't look like. But she just didn't want to be flat. She was flat. Right. And she went and got herself a B. Okay. And she's a okay. nice, you know, 34 B or whatever now. And mm-hmm. she looks like a regular person, regular, okay. Okay. you know, person. Right. You would never know. All right. Yeah, cause I, I guess so, every woman. But that's that's the thing. That's why that's why that's the the stereotype because that's what you see, that's what's out there, whatever, and that's right. what you know mm-hmm. because it's obvious. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that goes on that's not obvious that you don't know about, so you can't factor that in. Right. Well, that's true. So right. I agree. So that's so 
Yeah, uh, so that's uh, so blonde double D's are not the average. And I would have been supr- I wouldn't have ever thought brunette. I would have thought blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average the average name I think was um, Debbie. No, I know the last name for men and women was Lee, and I think the first oh the first name is Nikki. Nikki hmm. Nikki Lee is the average name for a woman, well, and for a man it's Nikki, uh, for a man it's David uh, David Lee. David's the first name and Lee's the last name. Wow. Didn't he play center for the Golden State Warriors? The, uh, <laughs> well, he he played. <laughs> he yeah. Um, <laughs> the average age has remained consistent for women throughout forty years, which 22. is twenty-two. Jesus yeah. Christ! Man. And for men, it's gone down from twenty-nine to now it's twenty-four. What? Yeah. You know what? I'm not. From twenty-nine to twenty-four. What? No, well, that's just the average. That's that's what, a, no, that's not good enough for me. I want a man at least 35. <laughs> I don't want to see some damn boy that you've got to train. Give me the 35-year-old Ron. Know what the hell they're doing. There's some more in there, but, I mean, that's just the average. So. God, I hope to God it goes up for some of us because <laughs> me watching a boy 24, I am, you know what I'm doing? Okay, tomorrow i got to do my groceries. i got to pick up the kids. i got to do – I'm zoning out. I'm not interested in watching a 24-year-old boy. She's obviously not a middle school teacher. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I was just <laughs> about to say that. I was just about to say that. There's a, there's a lot of women out there who would be really pissed off with you right now talking about the 24 is too old. Yeah, I'm not so. interested in a 24-year-old boy whatsoever. And, and I, Okay, let me take that back. A 24-year-old man, I'm not going to take that away from him. I just don't find it interesting at all. Now, equally – I don't think Donald Trump is interesting either. <laughs> Somewhere in between. Okay. Denzel. Well, well, you realize that this study is not a study of D's preferences? Well, it's not? No, it's not. Shit. This, this was a study of the averages. So <laughs> they took it on me. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I, I, I don't okay. know if that was right. clear or not. So we're not talking, okay. about, we're not right. ta- we're not talking about D's nuts, right? No. <laughs> no, we're not talking about oh. D's personal choices here. Okay, you guys. I misunderstood. I don't know if I can remember anything else anyway. That was... Uh, you know, I just realized we're triple D's. Uh, we are. Yeah. We're three D's. Yeah. Three D's, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're... That's cool. Yeah, we're three D. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not just knee deep, but she was going three deep when she did <laughs> freak with me. Wow. <laughs> you guys, you guys. How many knees do a man have? Um, you start the knee thing. Three. Um, his left knee, his right knee, and his weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is why we don't tell jokes on this show. <laughs> she, I wouldn't say take her drink away, but she ain't even had nothing to drink. She is just, what is wrong with her today? She's, She's just on one. Fun. She is. She is just whoo, having a That's gay right. old time <laughs> up in the shizney, up in Red Rock Red Studios. Rock. <laughs> having, a, having a gay old time. <laughs> well, Ma! <laughs> How many voices can you do, Damon? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it's got to be over 20. <laughs> so speaking of averages, oh. the uh, there has been, oh, okay, the, the biggest model to get a contract, Ooh, yeah. the mm. biggest model, the biggest uh, f- female fashion model to get a contract uh, just got one. Um, she a size six? No, she's not. That's the thing. Most most plus size models are like eights and tens and twelves. Yeah, amazing. And they call them something plus like that. Size. Um, yeah, well, you know, comparatively speaking, yeah, compared yeah. to a two, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. You're minus two, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, 
she I believe she was like a I believe she's like a twenty two, I read. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Somebody twenty two got a contract? No, 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 not age, size. No, that's what I'm talking about. A size? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, a major one, yeah. Well there is hope for this uh, damn country mm-hmm. then because <laughs> they don't you don't see that that damn often. I mean, it's now look, I, I have to blame my size on my it's my genetics. Jeans. My father is a size like He's 140 pounds. My mother's equally tiny. But you got a lot of sisters out there, and it kind of bothers me when, you know, the average size, they're looked at as being too big. Mm-hmm. These damn models, they got these skinny-ass women that walk down the, the, um, um, the runway. Yeah, and I'm like thinking, but that's not average America. Mm-hmm. That's not most of America. So why do we put these women up there that are a size minus two, look mm-hmm. like they could use a damn steak? Well, well the reason why, since you asked, D. The reason why is because the fashion designers who mostly are men, believe it or not, <clears throat> they notice that when the models, because, you know, at, at one time, models were bigger. Yeah, yeah. A lot more voluptuous, whatever, as you as we would call. But not uh, since, like, Twiggy in right. the 60s. Well, this, started yeah, shit. she was the start, right. Well, they noticed that the attention was on the woman in her curves mm. and not their fashion. Mm. Really? Yes. That's why? That is why. Oh. So they was like, fuck all that. Oh, man. It they was like, fuck that. On me. This bitch not going to be taking the attention away from <laughs> my gear. Oh, hell no. I ain't having that, Twan. So from now on, these bitches going to have to be real thin. They're going to have to be some sticks up in this bitch. And I never knew that. From was then the on, Twiggy paved the way, and that's that's the reason why. Because they feel like you are more focused on the fashion and not the woman's curve because you don't have any. But thank God that Cindy Crawford made a lie out of that statement. So, Cindy but, Crawford uh, proved that you can. Cindy Crawford, who was the other girl, Kate, well, the little Banks. short girl, yeah, Tyra Banks. I, you know, because they told Tyra Banks they, when she was in Europe, they told her mom that she needed to lose weight, and her mom's response to that, well, Tyra, let's go out and get a pizza. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's when she became a Victoria's Secret model. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mother, thank God for a woman who stood her ground and said, "You know what? No, I don't. I don't think that you should have to be a size one to work in this industry." And look at the career the Tyrus had. Yeah. Thank God for that woman who stood up and said, "You know what? I'm not going to take my daughter through that." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sorry. Her, uh, the name of the model is her name is Tess Holiday. Um, that's the name is that she, she goes by American? now. No, she's not. She's a Caucasian lady. Um, she goes she goes by um, Tess Holiday. I uh, believe her given name is Tess Munster. <laughs> I know. You serious? Wow. I am serious. So, uh, and here's a picture of her. She's got a pretty face. You guys can go to uh, wow. the dot com and there'll be pictures of. Who did she get the modeling contract from. with? I believe it was Vogue. I think it was Vogue. But anyway, she started the. Um, she started the uh, F your. Okay, F your beauty standards movement. Oh, okay. Good That's, for her. She started that. Good for her. And you it's, know uh, it's really picked up a lot of steam. Well, you know, I got some shows on the air right now, like uh, My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, glad to see those shows because I do believe that some people do have a food addiction, without a doubt. And um, I've got friends who are, you know, a, a specific size, and they just, life is not all that kosher for them a lot of time because of a bunch of narrow-minded-ass people out there who are going to judge them based on their size. So I'm glad for this woman, and I'd like to see more of that. And I don't want it to be a damn fat, though, Dino. I want it to be something that you see every damn day. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like to see. 
So there, I've said it. Yeah. So, so let it be written, so let it be done. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, so shout out to uh, Tess Holiday. Good for you, girl. 29-year-old. <sighs> She's 29, too? Mm-hmm, 29-year-old Shit. model. I thought you are done when you are 20 in that field. Uh, she's been around for a while. And you know what? Who we got to give a shout-out to, though, when it comes to that? Tyra Banks. Every show that Tyra, every America's Next Top Model, Tyra puts a plus-size woman on there. Every freaking show for years she's been fighting, saying, you guys. You now, know, yeah, those are the, the, the size uh not eights, eights and no, tens. No, 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 they're bigger than eights and tens. Takara, maybe, Takara maybe was now. About a 12. But the first, the first ones, because back when I used to watch it with my wife, they were, yeah, they were, they were pretty. Because they've had like they the, were pretty average size. But the white girl that won, <laughs> that white girl that won, there's no way she was an eight. I mean, I can, I can sniff a woman and tell you her size within a pound. <laughs> I really can. Most women can do that. So yeah, that girl who won, I think she was probably a twelve, fourteen. And kudos to her for. Uh, I, I, like, I like to see D work in retail. <laughs> going up to the women and people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Bitch, you smell like a lot of uh, 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 16, 16, 18. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're definitely an eight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, you're not. Don't tell me you're. Don't tell me you. Don't you, tell me you're six. You're an eight. You, you, you a funky eight too. <laughs> yeah. God, take your ass home and, and wash up before you come in my store. <laughs> That's just not your size. I'm smelling. Yeah. Oh, my. God. oh my god! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you the one said it. Tomorrow I can sniff a woman's size. Jesus, well, uh, I regret making that statement. <laughs> Like, goddamn, how that, you do that? He's the oh, bloodhound of fashion. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you a size 16 that just got some, huh? Ah. You smell like you just got some dick. <laughs> Are those breast implants I smell? <laughs> That's a C cup. Oh, mm-hmm. my She can God. smell the size of your of her man's dick. Oh, my and Smell like he had God. about seven inches. Uh, Plus. Oh, God. <laughs> Sound like I'm about to get hurt. Okay. 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 (laughs) Smell like she 34 D. (laughs) An unfortunate use of words. (laughs) That a teacher. (laughs) No, No, mate. (laughs) I regret saying it, needless to say. talk about the 28 movies uh yes we are I, yeah because that that list slightly bothered me all right d so n- now what's what's your problem with this list <laughs> okay now they got movies on this list you know i don't know if you know what we're talking about damon yeah. 28 films you need to see to keep your race card as a mm-hmm. black person i guess um i agree with a lot of the movies on here mm-hmm. but i thought they kind of left a few off i mean mm-hmm. like how could you leave off claudine Mm-hmm. Starring Diane yeah, Carroll and um, James Earl Jones. That was uh, Charlie Bell. Charlie, yeah. Charlie Bell mentioned Claudine as hers. Yeah, I got Claudine. a couple too. Yeah, which one do you think? I think uh, Malcolm X. Yes, definitely should have been on there. That's mm-hmm. right. Shaft, I thought only because Shaft wasn't on there. No, and no, I Shaft thought, not on there. Mm, God, I, I mean, Isaac Hayes won an Academy Award for a movie, and Richard Roundtree took the movie to the level. Up until then. Yeah, we had the black exploitation movie. We mm-hmm. didn't have really a male strong figure that 
other black man looked at and thought, here was a man who just made you want to be him. Yeah. That was Richard Roundtree. You know, the uh, when, when I saw, the first time I saw Shaft, I was, I was grown. I, I, uh, so was I. I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had, I, I had grouped Shaft in that black exploitation film, mm-hmm. and then when I saw it, I, I was like, "Oh, that's right! This, this is actually a, a legitimate movie." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that song track, I oh mean, yeah, well the soundtrack, yeah. Right. So the well, the Superfly soundtrack is pretty good too. But, but that's on the list, though. Yeah, they've got Superfly on mm-hmm. there, you know. But and it wasn't just because Superfly of, wasn't a good movie. But you know what? Who gave a shit? I saw that when I was an adult, too. Who gave a shit about the music? Yeah. I was looking at fucking Ron O'Neill. <laughs> that was what I swear to God. <laughs> yes, I was looking at yeah, uh, for And it, for its time, I remember mm-hmm. listening to, um, who was it, Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. and some of the other rappers who said they were inspired by mm-hmm. and wanted to be Ron O'Neill because mm-hmm. of that movie Superfly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that. But I also thought that... Um, uh, let me see. What other movie do I think they should have on there? I thought, uh, guess who's coming to dinner? Mm, For te- the reason, technically the- not a black movie, right? Right. No, but you know, you know who I applaud though, mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier. In a mm-hmm. time when black men couldn't get roles, such as the ones that Sidney Poitier said, you know what? Now I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to do it with dignity and on my own grounds. Mm-hmm. That's what I admired more than anything. I mean, his movies like mm-hmm. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, mm-hmm. uh, Lilies of the Field, mm-hmm. uh, To Serve with Love. I love all those movies because there's so much. Um, I didn't look at him in, you know, today, like some of the movies that were made, like during the black exploitation period. Mm-hmm. I look at them kind of like, ouch. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, wow. They're kind of hard to understanding. They had no options. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that with Sidney. I look at his. And the, I mean, my breasts are swelling. I'm like, <laughs> I'm full of pride. I'm like, you get him, Sidney. I always, I always wondered why, why Sidney Poitier, why, why was he the one that, I mean, it was like, it was like, okay, we're going to let one black person in. Right, right. Why him? Well, yeah. probably, well, you know what, I, I would have to say is perhaps because of the person. Mm-hmm. Or do you think that would have to have something to do with it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I, I just, I, I've just, I mean, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was playing black specific roles. I mean, right, to right. serve with love. He was, uh. He was, uh, he, just was a Ameri- teacher. he was an American or in, in England. Right, absolutely. And and, uh, and 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 I'm wondering, okay, so he they were just casting him basically as a human being. Right. I mean right. he was in Blackboard Jungle. He was a teacher in Blackboard Jungle. Absolutely. And, and it's like it's like, well, if they could see this in Sydney, how come mm-hmm. they couldn't see it in, in other people? Right, I agree. You know? I agree. Because yeah, he yeah, you're right. You know, I mean I, I yeah, I, I just uh you know, I, I just I just wonder why, you know, because I understand that, you know, at that time, you know, that he had racial quotas and he was like, but if you're going to let Sydney in, why not let some somebody else in who's, you know, I don't know. Well, I, you know what, I, I have to agree with it. But, you know, another one they should have had on there because of you guys. Mm. How about Pam Griff, Foxy Brown? <laughs> why are you missing a woman who in the 70s and the 80s? I mean, uh, well, I mean, I got to cut off some slack. They could only get 28 movies. Yeah. You know, well, but some of the ones they got on there, I'm like, some of them I thought were. Oh. Which, which ones did, did, uh, did you disagree with? Minister Society. Hmm. How's that? Well, what was I, that? I would have swapped that one easily for Foxy Brown mm-hmm. or Claudine. Mm-hmm. Either one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I, I just look so, you know. It's hard. Any list you put out, you're going to have somebody who's well, yeah. going to say, mm-hmm. I disagree with it. You know, it's all subjective. However, mm-hmm. uh, I just thought The Help, for instance. Mm-hmm. I really thought you put 12 Years a Slave on there. Mm-hmm. But The Help, I thought was equally as important mm-hmm. that that should have been on there. What about you, Dino? Which, which, uh, which uh, films uh, would you, what, what films would you have taken off the list? 
Yeah, I'm trying to think, and I don't really have a problem with anything they put on the list. Uh, Would you have put Dorothy Dandridge on there, for instance? Well, wow. Uh, uh, you mean, you mean. Carmen. You mean, okay, now I'm asking, you mean Carmen or do you mean Carmen. the movie Dorothy Dandridge? Dorothy Dandridge starring Carmen. Okay. Uh, Dorothy Dandridge, definitely not, but Carmen, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I agree you with know, all the, I mean, Roots, but, of course. What's love got to do with it? Boys in the Hood. In the heat of the night, oh my God, one of my favorite movies of see, all time. I, I, see, I like Minister Society better than I like Boys in the Hood. Right. Did right. you really? Yeah, yeah. See, and for me, Boys in the Hood resonated more uh, with me. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, Minister Society was a better movie. And I, I would swap uh, Boys in the Hood with uh, the, the, the original, um, Cooley High. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, Cooley High's yeah. not on the list? No. No, it's not. No. So I would, I would, Cooley High yeah. would be near yeah. my top. I would, I would switch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would switch that for. Like yeah, Coley Cool High was actually the inspiration for Good Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, yeah. I mean, I in the heat of the night. Let me see. Hollywood Shuffle definitely deserved to be on here, and oh, it yeah. was yeah. that without a doubt. Um, the Spook Who Sat by the Door. I haven't seen it, but well, it's on my list. Say that again. The Spook Who Sat by, by the, the door. door. I've never heard of that. It came out in the seventies. Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but I've heard a lot about it, and it's one of those movies that's on my list to see. I just haven't. Down the list a bit. Yeah, the 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 star of that I can't think of his name, but he um he was a friend of my brother's. He uh mm-hmm. he lived. Oh, was he? Yeah, he lived. He actually lived. He used to come over to the house sometimes when we uh, lived in Venice. Okay, okay. And um, as a matter of fact, um, my buddy Lavelle had a copy of that uh movie on VHS, and my brother got it signed for him. Wow, that, I think that'd so, be pretty cool. So number one on the list is Dolomite, right? Dolomite isn't on the list. Dolomite's not on the list. Sorry, Damon. Oh. <laughs> so should we go through this list since Damon doesn't even know what's on it? <laughs> purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Boys in the Boy. Hood. Mm-hmm. Color Purple. What's uh, Love Got to Do With It? Uh-huh. The Best Man. Mm-hmm. Roots. Rosewood. Women of Brewster Place. Do the Right Thing. The Wiz. In the Heat of the Night. Yay. I would, cha- I, would, I would change one of those other woman movies that you named for Women of Brewster Place. I would not have put Women of Brewster Place on here. I, I, agree. I, would, I would not. I definitely would not. But well, I think that's Oprah. Well, well now, <laughs> now Roots and the Women of Brewster Place, they were a TV miniseries. Yeah, but Roots certainly had more of an impact than the Women of Brewster Place, though. I don't though. disagree with that, but this is the 28 greatest films. It's not. It's no, not. no, no. It's not 28 greatest films. Oh, it's not? No. Oh. It's 28 films that you need to see to keep your black heart. 28 films that you need to see. 28 to keep your, keep your well, black yeah, heart. Well, once again, Roots is a miniseries. It's not a film. Okay. Well, it's, but, I mean, it's not, but that's the technicality, but yeah, whatever. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, so anyway, Harlem Nights, Soldier Story, definitely Soldier Story, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Uh, let's do it again. I'm going to get you Sucker, Hollywood Shuffle, Ease by You, uh, Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman, Superfly, Friday, The Spook Who Sat by the Door, Beach Street, which I definitely would switch that one out for <laughs> quite a few, uh, Waiting to Exhale, that's true, Devil in a Blue Dress, questionable, Love Jones, Ministry. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, uh-uh. Stop, stop, stop. I will blow I this to- motherfucker up. <laughs> Uh-uh. I tried to rush through it there. Not no devil in a blue dress questionable. Hell no. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised to see that that movie on the list. Uh, there's not a lot of movies that I, you know, when people ask me my favorites and this and that, I always have problems with that. But one of my favorite black film, film period, one of my favorite films of all time, and that shit still holds up, is Devil in a Blue Dress. And that you know was a funny? great film. I never saw it. Yeah, that's why you talk about questionable. <laughs> 
could go back and watch you it. You know what? Yeah, it's got Denzel in it, which, which surprised me. Well, you know, see, all Denzelish. I think because of. And it was also where Don Cheeto uh, made his breakout film debut. Was it Devil in a Blue Dress? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Before that, he was uh, Picket Fences. He was on television. He was Mouse in uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. He was in Picket Fences? Yes, mm-hmm. he was the district attorney. Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I didn't remember that. But yeah, so that list, I think it's, you know, like I said, and, and what I did was I cross referenced that I put in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Greatest black films of all time. Mm-hmm. And most of them are on here, but consistently, two of the ones that are on every other list would be mm-hmm. The Help and Claudine. That's I agree with Claudine. Me. I don't know about The Help. The Claudine, I agree. I agree with. Well, I, you know, I thought The Help because, um, um, for a number of reasons. He teaching me how to hold my liquor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, Claudine was the one I thought was really in. I, I see how you could not have that on there. That movie, I just absolutely freaking love Diane Carroll in that movie. I thought it was... Uh, like yeah, a, but I mean, you know, it's it's all in fun. I, I just take it, you know, well, this in guy, stride. Rich, Richard Pryor. I, I, I think it, as far as lists go, I think it's a pretty decent list. Well, that's what this guy does, to, though. His thing, uh, he does lists. Okay. That's his chick. Yeah. So, well, I, I, uh, there are a couple that I, I, I would like to, to see on the list. Uh, it would be uh, Bingo Long and the Traveling All-Stars. Richard Pryor? Yeah, Richard Pryor, James mm-hmm. Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Um and there's also um, oh uh, the, well technically it's not a black movie but it was the great White Hope with James Earl James Jones. Jones yeah yeah um, you know what and, I think they also overlooked I thought Lady Sings the Blues should have been on oh there. that's a very good one I that's thought a, that's that was, a good one yeah yeah, yeah. oh uh, also uh, Richard Pryor live in concert uh, it was released in movie theaters so uh, well because you know what they had mm, on mm, one of the other lists mm. was I'm sorry Richard Pryor uh, was it won it Richard Pryor. There was another one on mm-hmm. one of the lists. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, what was the one with uh, Bernie Mac? Oh, Kings of Comedy. Kings, Kings of Comedy was on one of the lists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, see how you could put the Kings of Comedy and not put yeah. Richard Pryor, yeah, who that, was that was that was the first one. That was that was it. Uh, set you. You're absolutely yeah, right. And that was uh, that that basically you know became the uh, uh, I, I don't know the, uh, the the forebearer for people. For the HBO specials, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the um, you know the when people realize that you can put put a comedian with a microphone on film and and you can sell seats absolutely in a, in yeah. a movie theater, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it was damn funny. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, come on, I mean, when you talk about arguably the greatest comedian of all time, or yeah. if you ask other comedians who they think the greatest comedian of all time, mm-hmm. most of them, their top two choices, mm-hmm. one of them is going to be Richard Pryor. Yeah, it, 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 it fluctuates between Richard Pryor and George Carlin. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would agree with those two. Mm-hmm. I put them two right up there. I think yeah. they both were just geniuses that mm-hmm. we might not see mm-hmm. ever again in this lifetime. Yeah. I love Richard Pryor. And with somebody whose mouth was as dirty as it was, <laughs> I could not wait to listen to his next I just thought he was just, but then he's that, that special person. Brilliant. Yeah, he was. I'm surprised to see a soldier story on here, but I'm glad to see I wasn't. It on here. I was glad. I thought, well, I tell you what, that's kind of a also, is that not the saddest damn thing? Howard Rollins? I'm like, I don't want you to be running down the street in a diaper. <laughs> no! Howard! That man, black or white women, wanted to fuck Howard Rollins. We all wanted him. 
And after I heard about him running down the street in a diaper and in a woman's wig, I dried up like the Sahara Desert. <laughs> I didn't Just, hear about that. Yeah, the, brother man, well, he, he, he had lost a, he had a serious uh, drug problem. He did. Mm, he did. Okay. There was something. Well, yeah, I knew about that from when he was on. Um, in the heat of the night. He, in the heat of the night, mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. his, you could see his weight kind of fluctuate on there and stuff. Yeah, there was something not quite. Uh, was was he on Dynasty as well? I don't no. believe so. Oh. Was he in one of the nighttime soaps? Like Marriage I think Diane so. Carroll? Or, oh, okay. Was Billy D? Was Bill, Billy D what? Which you, you said, was he on one of the nighttime? I would have thought it would have been Billy no, D. No, no, he wasn't. Over, Billy D wasn't on one of the. Uh, no? Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the guy who played uh, uh, CJ in um, in Soldier's uh, Soldier Story. Uh, oh, yeah, you're he, right. He was, you're he was right. on one of the night. For a episodes. minute, but then yeah. he got sick or died or something. Yeah, he had AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. He, he was in a Soldier Story. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Denzel Washington turned out to be the breakout star uh, from from that film. And From what film? A uh, soldier's play. A soldier's story. Um, Howard Rollins was equally and no, 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 no. He uh, no. Uh, of all the actors in the film, Denzel went we on to have the, the greater career. Oh, okay. Because uh, yeah. I could say mm-hmm. the guy who played the sergeant, mm-hmm. well, he Dolph, died. That's Dolph, what yeah, happened. Well, Dolph Caesar to me that's the saddest one because Dolph Caesar had, had worked uh, years, all those and, damn years, and he then he that, finally and then he dies. Yeah, I said the same. But then that was the same thing. Uh, I, I agree. I thought that was just oh, yeah. I thought he was just genius in that role. And you know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of my father. Mm. That's who he looked like and who he, that kind of gruffness about him mm-hmm. reminded me of my father. Wow. wow. But yeah, I just thought that was so sad. I thought he was so gifted and yeah. worked that damn hard. And then, ugh. Yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, I think he did the color purple after that. And uh, then he, he passed away. He only had about two or three movies after that and then yeah. he died. Yeah. So question, have we unofficially extended uh, Black History Month two weeks into uh, January from when King's birthday is because I've been reading a lot where people are saying since Black History Month has already started since Black History and I'm still reading this in January obviously because it's not even February 1st yet and I've, I've read that at least twice and I've never seen that before you know in January yeah. but so now I'm like and then you know they released uh, Selma mm-hmm. on uh, King's birthday instead of uh uh, in uh, in February. February, so yeah. I'm like, did we just ex- extend it? So we, <laughs> was, we was like, fuck y'all, that we gave us the shortest month. We're going to take two weeks of January and just extend mm-hmm. Black History Month. I think that's what happened. January just got ganked. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think from January 17th to February 28th is now Black History Month. Yep, absolutely. All right, you heard it here first. Y'all on the Shizna show. <laughs> It's law. It's law now. So let it be written. So let it be done. With what? Selma, do you guys know what they're doing with Selma? Yeah, they're making it. Available for all junior high school students to see it for free. Can you? Is that not the most wonderful goddamn thing you ever heard? Oh my god! But wait, okay. Along those lines, mm-hmm. something that's uh, a little troubling. There's a school, and I almost I totally forgotten about this story until you just said that, D. Uh oh, what? Howard Middle School. Mm-hmm. Okay, now some some ca- some college campuses will have magnet programs on their campus and um and so there'll there'll be kids on the campus and they have like have certain rooms or carve out a building or something like that they did it at my school too mm-hmm. when i was at uh dominguez my uh, little guy sister her uh, magnet school was was on campus and i would see her around campus sometimes mm-hmm. but uh yeah on on hbcu howard howard university uh they have howard middle school and teachers 
are under attack for teaching black history. Yeah, hang on, I have a, I have a clip, hang on. What? As students came to school this morning, so did some of their parents, asking what's going on at Howard University Middle School and why are so many teachers quitting or getting fired in the middle of the school year? As parents, we just want to get some answers. We deserve to know what's going on. After all three of the school's social studies teachers gave their two weeks notice last week, parents say that the new principal, Angelique Blackman, confronted all three with pink slips yesterday in front of students. While students are still present in the classroom. How unprofessional. But these children are crying. They said they couldn't say goodbye. The teachers are upset. The students are upset. They were giving to them in front of our children. And I think that our children do not deserve to see that type of behavior. Howard Middle is a math and science public charter school on the campus of Howard University. Some parents describe the principal who came from Atlanta as abrasive. The school administration does not want the social studies teachers to teach African American history. We are on the campus of HBCU. We need to know our culture. The school is 90% African American. So far, we've not reached any of the teachers, nor has the principal responded to our messages. And they were all escorted out by police officers because uh, they were trying to teach us things about our African heritage and stuff like that. And we've been able to get no comment at all from the school, but one of the parents told us that the principal had adopted the Montgomery County curriculum and so she didn't want teachers talking about things like Kwanzaa and Marion Berry. We don't know exactly how many teachers have quit or <laughs> well, that I agree with. Her daughters, eight teachers, are substitutes. Reporting from Howard University's campus, Sam Ford, ABC 7 That's amazing. I mean, I... I can't imagine that this principal is going to stay in power very long. I really can't. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I, do I have to take thing. a damn trip back to Howard? <laughs> Put on my goddamn wings. I will fly back to that bitch. <laughs> Who is this? Is she insane? I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to get more information. I would like to know if she African American. She is. Yeah, she is. She is. You sure? Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Oh my. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> well, somebody got to talk to Sister Girl. You would think she'd have been proud that someone, you know. There's got to be more to it than that, though. It well, just, that's, that's why. That's why I want to hear. That's why I want to hear. You know, yeah. Well, they they hinted at it. I believe that you know the curriculum uh, has something to do with it, mm-hmm. but. But I think handing uh, out pay even, cards in front of the children is ridiculous. Yeah. That, for one thing, to me is. Uh, why would well, you do that? I mean, it, it, it's it's like okay, is it? Are they are they teaching about Benjamin Banneker? Or are they teaching about Marion Barry? I, have I mean, a problem with Marion Barry. I if, agree. Yeah, you know, if that if that if that was if that was it. But in that then, case, you pull the teacher to the side and say, you know what? Hey, we mm-hmm. love what you're doing, mm-hmm. but then Marion, let's take that shit off the yeah, you know take that yeah. one off the curriculum. Yeah. That steer mm-hmm. is not fireable to me. No, I I, I agree with you. I mean, Marion yeah. Barry was perhaps not everybody's favorite subject, but we're teaching about Benjamin Banneker in the goddamn school. Mm-hmm. Here's somebody nobody's arguing about teachers teaching that. Yeah. I would argue that this is not a good case for not teaching about uh, Marion Barry either, unless you're, I mean. People, he didn't do all bad. So he that's didn't the thing. do all bad. So that's the and, thing. We're and, just concentrating uh, on his dope and he is part of And he is part of black history. And right. he, and even his bad, it, it should be part of record and, and something that, I mean, everybody else knows about it. Why should they be ignorant about it? Right. Just because they weren't alive. Right. Well, my point is, is my point was that is, are they... Is she asking them not to teach about black history or is she asking them not to uh, to focus on 
these people in black history and not others in black history. Because there's a difference between saying that she's not, that they're being kicked out for teaching black history and being asked to stick to the curriculum about black history. When did that story break, Dino? Uh, I, I just saw it. Um, I don't know when it broke, but I just, I just saw that. I want to look that up because so. I'm, I'm interested to find out more about that. Cause that is, I mean, just <laughs> the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And I'm sure that there is probably something that they're not telling us. Um, yeah. So I'm going to look into that. I want oh, to find out more well, about that. Maybe they play Chris Rock's routine about Mary. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Don't vote for crack. Vote for smack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But, uh, all right, then. Well, with that, you guys, uh, that's that's another show. So uh, thank you guys for joining us again this week. We look forward to seeing you here Next week, don't forget to tell your friends about the Shiznit Show. Share the show, please, on your social media platforms. Share it on Facebook, on your Stitcher, and your iTunes, and whatever else. Tweet about it. Talk about it. Tell somebody about it. You like us. We like you. Put us on to somebody else so they can have some fun, too. Hey, tell them, hey, didn't you know about that Shiznit Show? <laughs> <laughs> so for D. Honey and for D. Stanford. The Weasel, a.k.a. (laughs) I'm Dino Red, and we'll see you next time. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.